Hello and welcome to Efficiency Rocks, a podcast for anyone looking to make their home more organized, increase their self-sufficiency, save money, and still have energy for the things you love. I'm your host, Roxanne. I work a full-time job, and just like you, I want to enjoy a well-kept home, engage social life, and focus on my health and wellness. So I'm bringing you what I've learned, and I'm still learning, to help all of us keep life flowing and efficient. Let's get started. Hey friends, in today's episode, we are talking about possibly one of my favorite subjects and possibly one of your most hated subjects, and that is the laundry. I will admit right up front, I thoroughly enjoy doing laundry, everything about it start to finish. I know that probably puts me in a very small bucket of people, but I have a theory about why so many of us detest doing laundry. And my theory is that it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy that we already kind of don't enjoy doing the laundry. So we put it off and we let it build up and we put it off and we let it build up. And then by the time we get around to doing the laundry, it is like an all day thing and something you then feel like you have dedicated your entire precious a weekend or day off to doing just back-to-back loads of laundry, right? And we don't necessarily take the time on the front end to put systems in place that make laundry more manageable. So true to form, I am coming to you with a system that helps you actually increase the frequency in which you do laundry, but decrease the overall time you would spend doing it, especially decrease those days where you find yourself doing back-to-back loads, which I actually, I do not condone the behavior (laughs) of back-to-back loads of laundry. So the system that I have here prevents that, but I'll give you a caveat here. The system that I am suggesting requires that you have a washer, at the very least, a washer in your unit. A washer and dryer is preferred and is a glorious, glorious tool to have if you have both. But this system is not going to be one that you can do if your machine is not in your home. If you are sharing machines with, um, you know, fellow apartment dwellers, or if you are a laundromat person, this system is not going to work for you. That will be a separate discussion. Don't worry, I've got you covered. I have a system for those of you who do not have in-unit machines as well. But today we're specifically talking about when you have a washer and ideally a dryer as well in your home and therefore you have full access and control. So let's get started. Hear me out because I know that this, this one can be intimidating because again, most of us do not enjoy laundry. My guiding principle is that doing the laundry should be an extremely automated task, a habitual task, if you will, that you are in the habit of doing first thing in the morning and last thing at night, like you love it. (laughs) But the idea is that first thing in the morning, you do something related to laundry. 
And in the evening, you do another something related to laundry. This doesn't mean you're going to wash a load, dry a load, fold a load at the beginning and end of every single day. If you follow this system, you're going to be doing one of those things, but not necessarily all three every single day. So here's where we're going to start. We're going to start with pre-sorting your clothes. I, if there's one thing I actually do not like about laundry, it's the sorting. Sorting takes way too much time. So if you eliminate the need to sort by actually placing your items in separate buckets in the first place, you're going to save yourself a bunch of time. So go ahead and invest in multiple baskets. I am absolutely obsessed with the large, like the long hamper that has the dividing baskets inside it. Um, And then those hampers are on individual like buckets that have handles. And I can take each of those buckets with me down into the basement because that's where my unit is. However, you don't have to jump there right away. I actually am always an advocate for reusing items around the house first and make sure you you get into the groove of this. You decide where you want to put these buckets and things, decide where they're practical to put, and then you buy the permanent bucket that holds these things. Milk crates, right? Those old school plastic milk crates. A lot of us have these kind of lurking in our garage. I don't know where they originally came from, but they like appear. So if you have those old school, nice, sturdy plastic milk milk crates, those are great. Um, And then think about like sturdy diaper boxes or sturdy Amazon boxes. You can reinforce them with a little extra packing tape along the seams. And you can also cover them in uh, like the nice scrapbook paper or wrapping paper to make them look a little bit more pleasing to the eye. But don't feel like you have to go run off to a home goods store and buy a bunch of pretty baskets. We're going for practicality here. So use what you already have. And if you have the financial ability in your budget right now, maybe buy one or two of the more permanent baskets, but also be cognizant of your space. You don't want to like have a hallway full of these baskets just like laying around. So take that into account as well. And as far as your clothing goes, you want to have enough items to where you can wash a full load of them regularly. Let me give you an example. Bath towels. Uh, You should try to always wash at least four bath towels at a time, unless you have like a teeny tiny washing machine. Uh, Two bath towels is kind of a waste. So I, I would advise for four. Four bath towels makes a good full load of wash. And then, so you want to have some backup towels as well. So right, there's two of us in our home. So there are six towels that I keep in rotation. When I have four towels in my towel basket, that is when I like to go ahead and do a load of towels. That way, I also have my backup towels, right? Let's say that if I only had exactly four towels, but I didn't actually have the the towel load in my rotation that day, I might be in trouble. 
The other thing is this. I do not like having a specific day where I do a specific type of clothing because if you miss it, you're in trouble, right? Like like the towel example I just gave. If I had a late day or an after work dinner or something that resulted in me missing my towel wash day, then I'm in trouble the next morning. I prefer to actually have wiggle room by having a little bit of surplus, not a crazy amount of surplus, but just a little bit of surplus, not so much that I am cluttering my house or I have more than I need for my family, but so that I have that wiggle room. So I keep six towels in rotation. And when I have four towels in the basket, I'm like, okay, cool. Next time the washer is available, towels are going in. And then I have my backup towels. They're in rotation. They're good to go. The other, so, okay, here, here we now are. We understand we are pre-sorting. We understand we have enough of an item to constitute a load. And we are not tied to doing that load the minute the basket is full because we've got some backup and some buffer. First thing in the morning, right? Your coffee is brewing. You're kind of sleepy. Take a load of laundry downstairs with you. If you did a load last night, there's a load down there waiting for you to move into the dryer. And there you have it, right? Like you did a little swap. It took you sub five minutes to move something from the washer to the dryer and to put something new into the washer. Leave it. Start it, leave it, walk away. You are done with that task until very last thing this evening. So as things are winding down, you're getting ready to go to bed, right? Go downstairs, take the stuff out of the dryer, move stuff from the washer over to the dryer, start it, take those dry clothes with you, fold them. Takes Folding, folding is something that people find really intimidating. But when you are doing reasonably sized loads and loads of items that are similar, right? If you are pre-sorting such that you are sorting specific clothes together, right? So all of the kids' soccer stuff gets washed in the same load. Folding actually takes very little time if you're doing it that way. So load, fold that stuff super quick. And I'm going to say this, don't fold everybody's clothes in your household. Give them some of that responsibility. So whatever your system might be, you might want to fold things side by side with your kiddos because they're learning. And by the way, if your kiddos' clothes need to be folded, that means that your kiddos are old enough to start helping you fold their clothes. If your kids are like under five, maybe even under seven, their clothes don't need to be folded very much, right? Like you, you probably have a bucket system and you learn very quickly with the onesie situation that there is no point in folding those things. But if your kiddos are at the age where their clothes can actually uh, be worth folding and putting in drawers, then they should be helping you. So make sure that you are getting help folding, especially if you have a larger family. And don't fold things that don't need to be folded, okay? The, the onesie thing is an example, but also don't bother folding pants, right? Even if they are your rough and tumble pants, buy some of those wacky S hooks that hold like six pairs of pants at a time and put those things on hangers. They do not need to be folded. 
most things can be put on hangers. Closet space is an issue, I realize. And so take that into account. But bottom line is don't fold things that don't need to be folded. So as you might be picking up on, there are going to be days where you wake up in the morning or you come home from work in the evening and there isn't a bucket that is full enough to constitute putting in a new load. Congrats. You don't need to do it. And that also means you are avoiding having backup. You're not waiting until the last minute when you are out of everything that you need to do wash. So if you are staying on top of the system, there are going to be plenty of days that you don't throw a fresh load in the washer. There are going to also be days where you don't have anything to do. There are also going to be days when you actually do do a full like washer, dryer, fold, washer, dryer, fold in, in the same day. And that's going to depend largely on your family's lifestyle and the schedule and the day that it falls in the week. So, right, the day that you have back-to-back soccer games and all of that stuff gets thrown in the bucket, suddenly your bucket is full, whereas, you know, on Wednesday it was empty and nothing happened Thursday, Friday, and all of a sudden on Saturday afternoon, boom, right, it was full. That's going to happen. There are going to be times when you do all three, but it's going to be manageable so long as you are doing this every day. Don't throw a load in the washer just because there's something in the bucket, okay? That is extremely wasteful, and that is not what I am encouraging. But what I am encouraging is anytime that bucket gets full, and if it's morning or evening, you are throwing in that load, and you're always remembering to run down to the basement or run into your washer closet and check was there something that I threw in here yesterday or this morning that now needs to be moved to its next phase? So let's recap this system. You're always going to pre-sort your laundry. And then every day at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, you're going to get into the habit and make it as mentally automated as possible that you wash, dry, or fold a load. You're not going to throw a bucket of stuff into the washing machine if it's not full enough to warrant it, but you're going to stay on top of this in order to prevent having backup that then results in you feeling bogged down by just how much you have. I'll add in another kind of disclaimer here. There are going to be times when it might feel a little overwhelming as you're getting started. So if you currently operate under the system of waiting until you are completely out of socks before you do a load of wash, this this is going to take a minute to get on top of, just like it's going to take a minute to get on top of the floor cleaning system that I have proposed in earlier episodes. If you are just starting out here and you already are sitting with a bunch of backup, this is going to take a minute. And getting into your own individual routine of, you know, how frequently you do bed sheets or how frequently you go through kitchen towels. Those things are going to make everybody's system a little bit different. But the main bones of the system are pre-sorting and being prepared to do something related to laundry at the beginning and or end of every day such that you are constantly going through this rotation. And each time, it is a very brief amount of time. It is always going to be 
under 10 minutes of time at the beginning or tail end of each day that you are dedicating to this, especially if you are employing the help of your family members. So there you have it, friends. That is the content of today's episode. I hope you feel like this is a routine that you can develop for yourself and stick to and never suffer a day off doing back-to-back laundry again. If you enjoy today's content, please take a moment to subscribe and ensure you don't miss upcoming episodes where I will continue to share more tips and tricks to help manage this thing we call life. This has been Roxanne with Efficiency Rocks. I'll catch you in the next one.